Welcome everyone to another episode of Twilight. I'm here with my friend Rin. How you doing? <laughs> doing good. How are you? <laughs> good. And we're going to be going over chapters three and four of New Moon, which were honestly pretty bad. Kind of <laughs> so a drag <laughs> to read. <laughs> That's what I've pretty much heard about this book, is that it's just not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But before we get into it, I would love to know, like, what was your Twilight journey? Did you read it in middle school? Were you obsessed? What team were you on? Tell yeah. me everything. Um, I gotta say that when I was in elementary school and middle school, I was a big Harry Potter girl, like a like so much so oh, that I was too. like anti-Twilight for a long time. Um, <laughs> but one of my really close friends like really, really liked it, and so she would just like talk about it all the time and like eventually I like read the books and I like was obsessed obviously I honestly think I only read the books once but I watched the movies like on repeat like my friends would like (laughs) come over and it would just be like a loop you know we would just like whichever one we finished last we would loop around to the beginning and it was like every time we came over so um yeah I feel like I've gotten the most enjoyment out of the Twilight series in recent years like rewatching them with friends but um, I'm a big fan, so I'm excited for this. <laughs> yeah, because the movies are really bad. I've only seen oh, yeah. the first one, and then I think I've seen, like, the... My dog is barking, oh my god. And I think <laughs> I've seen, like, I've seen the second part of the last one, Breaking Dawn, but I literally have no idea what happened because I didn't know what the context was, so, like... It's, yeah, that's a very confusing movie that last one I gotta be real (laughs) I went with my sister because she was a huge fan like we went and saw it in theaters and I just had no idea what was going on so I still don't really know what happened (laughs) um, I never I obviously like I never read them but I also was a huge Harry Potter fan so I was also kind of anti-Twilight which I think is why and then also my sister was obsessed and I thought it was really right so I can't have the same thing (laughs) exactly I can't be like my sister um but so were you on a team like were you team edward i think i was team edward for a long time um i'm currently team edward because i think that edward sucks so much and bella sucks so much that they kind of deserve each other and (laughs) um jacob is cool so like he deserves better than that um but yeah i think i was honestly a big fan of edward in my day which like sometimes i'm like did i have like a problem back then but like (laughs) whatever (laughs) Okay, so let's get into it. So chapter three is called The End. Best title ever. (laughs) Best title ever. I totally don't believe it. Even if I didn't know that there were two more books, I would know that this was not the end. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. It's just such a dramatic title for this chapter, like, considering what actually happens. Like, oh my god. It's just so melodramatic. I can't even handle it. (laughs) It's also literally chapter three. I know. It's called The End. (laughs) Like, come on. I know. It's like, there's so much book left. <laughs> I know. Like, come on. I know it's not the end. <laughs> we start off with Bella waking up. She feels like shit. And she goes to school and Edward's waiting for her still. But, like, something seems off. She can't really... She doesn't know what it is. But something seems bad. And Alice is not there. Edward is super quiet. Um, They go to class. They make it through. But she's feeling weird. They go to lunch, and Bella finally asks where Alice is, and Edward just says that she's with Jasper. And apparently Alice was trying to convince Jasper to go to Denali with him, which is where the other settlement of Cullen-like vampires are. She says that this is a a group of vampires, and she refers to them as Tanya and her family, but I have no idea who Tanya is. It's like, they call them their cousins, they're like the other like don't eat people vampires I guess that they know and they just like live up in Alaska and they like visit them sometimes I don't know and I think Tanya's like yeah she's she's like a bigger character later in the in the books okay because I had like I'd never heard of Tanya and I was like was I just yeah. not paying attention or I did honestly Tanya think come that she did not <laughs> come up in the previous book (laughs) i don't think she did but now i know that there's someone named tanya and she has a family cool yeah um excited to meet tanya but so bella of course feels like this is all her fault as she always does because she always feels like that she says she feels like she ran them out of their home just like she did with rosalie and emmett but they didn't actually leave like they're still there as far as we know yeah so and this is after they threw 
like a birthday party for her and Edward like completely like checks her into like a bunch of glass plates and gets like they're like I don't know that was just a lot for me I know like it is not your fault Bella like that part like a lot of things are but that specifically is actually not your fault fault. (laughs) I know I was like when when she was saying that when it first happened I was like this is literally Edward's fault like he did not need to throw you into a bunch of yeah she had a paper cut I think Jasper could have handled the paper cut yeah (laughs) kind of ridiculous like just go after jasper not her yeah jesus (laughs) um and so then after school she asks him if he'll come over that night and she says later because she has to work and he's like if you want me to and she says i'll always want you which is cheesy but accurate um (laughs) and so he's kind of indifferent about it and he's like okay um, and she feels kind of panicked, like she knows something bad is going to happen, but she doesn't know what it is. And she's trying to convince herself that everything's going to be fine and like Edward just needs time to relax. Then she thinks, she's like, well, what happened with Jasper is like so irrelevant compared to what happened with James. Because with James, she was like on the brink of death and Edward was like, okay, after that. But now with Jasper, after like nothing happened to her, he's like really upset. But I was like, Bella, that's literally the point. Like, (laughs) he's upset because his brother did that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, you you got it, Bella. You actually figured it out somehow, but you're still confused. (laughs) Exactly. And with James, like, she's like, he handled it so well. And I was like, actually, no. He literally tried to be like, we can't be together. And you were like, "Mm -hmm." yeah. We yeah. have to be. <laughs> that whole conversation in, like, in the hospital or whatever, she, like, tried mm-hmm. to take off and she, like, had a panic attack, which is, again, what's happening in this entire chapter, so. Exactly. <laughs> so she goes to work and Mike is there and she just starts, like, daydreaming about running off to an exotic location with Edward, but Mike interrupts, asks how her birthday was, and she's like, I'm just glad it's over, which is dramatic, but I guess it's kind of fair considering what happened. But still, yeah. come on. Come it's, on. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dramatic, I gotta say. I mean, I don't I don't know anyone who actually hates their birthday that much. Like anytime they I do, know. I feel like they're just like saying they hate their birthday for attention, you know? Exactly. Oh my god. No one hates their birthday. I know. Birthdays are great. <laughs> she gets home from work later and Edward is there watching ESPN with Charlie and he's like <laughs> really watching it. Like he's really focused on the sports. Bella gets home and notices this and so she goes to the kitchen to get some pizza and Edward's like, I'll be right behind you. So she goes to get the pizza, but then she doesn't want the pizza for whatever reason. Don't know why. Panic attack moment. Panic attack, can't have pizza. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And so she's kind of thinking to herself, she's like, something's really off, but like, what's the worst that can happen? And then she's like, let me rephrase. What's the worst that I can live through? (laughs) I love that part. Which is again very dramatic. It's so dramatic. When I was reading this, like, in preparation for this, I actually, like, picked out that line and I, like, read it to my friends. And I was like, how did I ever think this was an okay book? (laughs) Like, how? (laughs) Like, I feel like since I'm reading it for the first time as an adult, I'm like, what the fuck? I hate this. (laughs) But at the same time, I feel like if I was, like, a tween reading this, I'd probably be like, oh, that's so relatable. Like, I could not live without Robert Pattinson. The angst is real. It's so real. And so she thinks again about, like, running away with Edward and the Cullens, but then she remembers that she has a family, and Charlie would be really hurt, and her mom would be really sad, too, and then she's like, well, we'll we'll visit them. And she's just kind of, like, daydreaming and hoping that, like, that's what Edward's gonna say to her, but I think she also kind of knows, like, in the back of her mind, like, that's not what's gonna happen. And then she sees her camera, and she picks it up, and she takes a picture of her room, because she says she feels like change is coming and she wants to take pictures of everything. She goes downstairs and she starts taking pictures of Edward and Charlie. And Charlie is like, this is weird. What are you doing? Please stop. And it is weird. Like, he's <laughs> right. It's pretty weird, yeah. <laughs> and then Charlie's like, let me take a picture of you guys. And so he does. And Edward's like, you need to smile, Bella. Also, this seems like the most awkward picture ever. Yes! <laughs> They're, like, standing next to each other, like, and, like, very stiff. And he has his arm, like, not even around her waist or, like, and she's not even leaning it. He has it on her shoulder, and he's just sort of, like, 
That's so hey weird. friend like it's just so it's weird like, a, like you guys like are dating daughter pick. yeah i know yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a dad and his and his daughter like, it's the whole so weird and she's <laughs> not so smiling weird. so she's literally just standing there with like her creepy ass vampire boyfriend with like <laughs> one hand on her shoulder and she's just not even smiling she probably looks like a kidnapped victim or something probably it's like those <laughs> It's like those Civil War photos when, like, before they knew that they should smile for pictures yeah. and just stood there. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was really the picture that Bella was gearing up to take. Like, not yeah. good. <laughs> I guess, like, maybe I can excuse it for Edward since he's old and, like, maybe that's how he took pictures. But he was smiling. Life. He was the one that was smiling. True. And Bella wasn't. <laughs> Edward God. has picked up on those social cues by now, which is impressive. <laughs> It is impressive. I mean, a hundred years, he picked it up, (laughs) and Bella hasn't. (laughs) So yeah, this whole thing, like, I understand why she's doing it, but very weird, very awkward, cheesy, but mostly awkward, and so eventually Charlie kind of shuts it down, and he's like, that's (laughs) enough, like, (laughs) we don't need to do this. And Edward stands up and's like, I better get home, and Charlie's like, see ya, which is so funny. Like, he literally says, see ya. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It also confuses me because I thought they were supposed to, like, hang out. And he literally, like, she literally got home, like, took two pictures. And then Edward's like, peacing out, just wanted to hang out with Charlie. Like, what? Exactly. (laughs) It makes me wonder, like, what were they doing before she got home? Like, were they having a conversation? Or was he just, like, watching sports? Because doesn't Charlie, like, hate Edward? Like, what's going on here? I'm very confused. What is happening? (laughs) I needed to be a fly on the wall for that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) That's the reason we got to read that new book from Edward's perspective. Figure out what happened. (laughs) Oh my god. I debated reading that one before New Moon, but then I was like, what if there's like stuff? Like, what if there's spoilers? Like, I don't want to do it. So I'll do it after I finish the saga if I still have the energy. (laughs) (laughs) So Bella asks him, like, are you can you please stay? And he's like, No. And she just doesn't ask for a reason, but she like stays outside and like it stands there after he leaves, and Charlie comes out and is like what are you doing? And so she's like, nothing. And she goes back inside. So idiotic. I don't get it. I know. Goes to sleep, wakes up for school the next day, takes more pictures of her truck and the house and the forest. She's like, man, I'm really going to miss this because I'm definitely going to run away with Edward and his family. Which is <laughs> <was> so dumb. <laughs> like, you think he would have mentioned. Yeah. You'd, yeah, you'd think. She's just, like, <laughs> totally, like, off in her own little world. Like, she's low-key, like, really conceited at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, yeah, no, Edward loves me so much. Like, he'll do anything for me. I have no doubt. And then, and then, <laughs> and then we'll get to it. The end. <laughs> and then the end. <laughs> but so she struggles to, like, get through her classes because she's thinking about everything. She's so worried. She can't pay attention. But eventually she gets to lunch, and she has her camera with her, and she asks Jessica and the other humans of Forks to take a bunch of pictures because her mom wants them. It's for her mom, not her, obviously. Yeah, and these are, like, the people that she's actually been, like, icing out for the past, like, semester. Like, and she's like, could you do me this favor? I'd be like, actually, no, Bella. Please leave. Nobody wants you here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't like you that much. (laughs) Um, and so Jessica, like, takes the camera, and they all take a bunch of pictures, they use up the whole film, and Bella describes this as a predictable picture war, and acts like she's better than them, and then she says, maybe I just wasn't in the mood for normal human behavior today, which is so pretentious, like, Bella, you are a human. Yeah, and honestly, like, given the two groups of people, like, the humans that are, like, having fun and taking pictures, and then, like, the random-ass couple that just, like, is obsessed with each other, who do I want to hang out with? Not the couple, like... (laughs) Exactly! I want to hang out with Jessica and Mike and Angela. But so then after that, it, like, fast-forwards to after school um, in the parking lot, and she and Edward don't really talk. She just kind of goes home. But on her way, she stops and gets her pictures developed, and she sees that Edward really does show up in pictures, which I kind of was like, is he? (laughs) I feel like 
I feel like Stephanie Myers just sort of like completely ignored all of the like vampire like lore stuff. Yeah. I know. Because with James when I thought like I was like, oh, they're gonna get a wooden yeah. stake and like kill him and she was like, actually the way to kill a vampire is to rip him to shit. Yeah, you're like, actually what? Him. And like what happened to the burning in the sunlight? How did that become sparkling in the sunlight? Like, how did that happen? Where did I that know. come from? <laughs> <laughs> so she also says that Edward is like even more beautiful in pictures, like most beautiful thing he's ever, she's ever seen. And then she finds the picture of her and Edward awkwardly standing. My favorite thing about this moment though was when she takes out the picture of Edward and she looks at him and she audibly gasps. She's like, oh, "He's so beautiful." I was like, "What are you saying? Why did you not expect oh God, this picture to look like Edward?" <laughs> Yeah. Like, you've seen him. <laughs> she literally gasps after seeing it. just says, I li- it literally says, I gasped aloud once I saw the picture. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Because, like, she's already, like, when she looks at him, she's like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, how can it get any more beautiful? Picture. And then she sees a picture, she's like, it's more <laughs> yeah. beautiful now. Like, what? Total nonsense. <laughs> and so she sees this picture of her and Edward, like, awkwardly staying together like they're going to a father-daughter <laughs> dance and like they're civil war soldiers and she says that the contrast between them is so painful because he's just so beautiful and she's not and i was like oh my god come on Bob. yeah <laughs> like you're dating him like obviously he wouldn't be with you if you weren't yeah i know a little bit hot. and he talks about how hot she is and all the guys in school are like obsessed with her yes <laughs> yes she, he, like he literally told her like yeah when you came like all the guys were like thinking about like how hot you were and she's like, yeah, like stop like, what <laughs> insecurity isn't cool the evidence <laughs> is just not i know like, the evidence yeah. is really against it's like you, it's like that's not actually a personality trait like thinking that you're not pretty is not a personality trait sorry <laughs> it's not a personality trait especially when every single guy in yeah. town is like lusting after you yeah you're you like know about it's it. very clear Come because on. they keep asking you to prop and you keep turning them down <laughs> <laughs> Three yeah. boys asked you to the dance, and you said no. <laughs> but so then she like captions all the pictures. She puts them in her little photo album, and then she goes to bed. And Edward does not come and sleep with her, so she has a terrible night's sleep. And um, the next day after school, she decides she's like, "We are going to talk about this. I'm tired of this. I'm putting my foot down. We're gonna, we're gonna." talk about this but plot twist edward actually asks her to talk first like they get to school and he's like can i honestly it's such a relief because they just have not been talking for so long i was like reading this i was like why she's like worried about him like the whole chapter and i'm like why don't you just like talk to him and like ask him why he's being weird True. that's what a normal couple does like you talk about things and it just seems like they just kind of sit there and like are in each other's presence and just don't say anything for like most of their relationship and it's alarming yeah and it, it is pretty weird that they do that yeah not my fave <laughs> but they've been dating for like what a year now and she yeah. can't just ask him like yeah hey what's yeah. wrong <laughs> like, also he can't just be like hey yeah something's like, wrong communication like, is key <laughs> come on people for days at a time like this is like yeah. a three-day period yeah. where, like they don't talk so bizarre but she says like yeah you can come over that's fine but she has to drop off a letter to renee after school and edward's like oh i'll do it which was suspicious and i think the letter was that like the pictures no i can't remember because or if it was no just because a letter. she keeps the pictures right i mean it might it might have been other pictures but i know she keeps the pictures of edward yeah she does keep those but i I was like what is this letter and then edward's like i'll take it and i'm like "Mm, i kind of feel like you're not gonna mail it something something's fishy here (laughs) but so when she gets home after school edward is already there and he asks her like let's go on a walk well he doesn't ask really he's like come walk with let's go (laughs) exactly and she's like oh no this is really bad this is the end of the world um so they walk into the woods and they like barely are in the woods they're like a few steps away and edward just blurts it out he's like we're leaving but she takes it as she and edward the absolute like conceitedness of this moment he says we're leaving she's like oh cool like where are we vacationing edward where are we going (laughs) like never mind the fact that i'm literally a senior in high school i have a family (laughs) I have a job, like, what? 
But she's like, yeah, where are we going? And it takes her a little while to realize that she's not yeah. coming with them. <laughs> and he's like, it's past time for us to go. Like, Carlisle barely passes it as a 30-year-old. Um, we have to start over soon either way. And, like, you know, this birthday thing, it has to happen now. We gotta go. So he tells her, like, you cannot come with us. Um, and he says, where we're going is not the right place for you. My prediction is that they're going to Italy because the part of the pro- the prologue, pro- whatever it's called, they were they mm-hmm. were in Italy for that. I know it. I just know. And there's, I'm just getting too many Italy vibes. <laughs> they have to go to Italy. I want to give anything away. Must um, say, stay silent. On <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, don't give it away. But I feel like they're in Italy. <laughs> I could be wrong, but you know. <laughs> so they have like. This argument where she's like, no, like, where you are is the right place for me. And he's like, no, like, I'm not good for you. And they have the same argument that they, like, always have Mm -hmm. where, you know, whether or not he's good for her. And then she tells him, you can have my soul. I don't want it without you. It already belongs to you anyway. (laughs) It's yours already. What does that even mean? (laughs) I underlined that, too. I was like, this is absolute insanity. (laughs) I know, like she's just she's just selling her soul to the to a vampire. But like, what is she? Yeah, mean? what is honestly? <laughs> How do you honestly, do that? I don't know what that means. I yeah, baffling. Honestly, pretty much every other sentence, every sentence out of her mouth, I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you talking about, Bella? She's just making stuff up now. Um, but and then also throughout this whole conversation, like. Edward will say things and she'll just like pick and choose the worst possible thing yeah. to hear out of it. Like he's like, I don't want you to come with me. And she's like, you yeah. don't want me? Which I'm like, that's clearly not what he said. I know, it's so funny. <laughs> but then he's like, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah. shit. And then she's like, she's like, well, that changes things. And he's like, well, of course, you know, I'll always love you. But like what happened the other night made me realize we cannot be together. And she's like, don't do it. Like, don't leave. He tells her, you're not good for me. And again, she just takes what she wants to hear. And she's like, oh, I know I'm not good enough for him. I'm like, that's not yeah. what he said, though. <laughs> Bella's not a good listener. <laughs> she's really not. This shit is painful yeah. to read. In this part, she's, like, conceited, but, like, in the opposite way. Everything's like, about her, but, like... To be offended. Yeah. Everything's still about her, but it's just, like, the worst things. Yeah. So then, like, he makes her promise to him that she's not going to do anything reckless or stupid. And he says that in return, he's going to promise that this will be the last he'll ever see or she'll ever see of him. That always weirds me out, too, because I'm like, wow, Edward, like, you're, like, asking her for something that you really want, and then you're promising her something that she does not want at all. Like, that's not how that works. (laughs) You can't just, like, ask for something in return. Like, it doesn't work that way. (laughs) In return, I will promise you something even worse. Like, that's just... I will promise you the very thing that you do not want. (laughs) That's just not how that works. Dear Lord... But I was reading this and I was like, come on, that is not true, Edward. Like, right. we all know you can't stay right. away. Then he tells her, like, it's okay. Like, since you're a human, like, your memory's going to fade. Time heals all wounds. Blah, blah, blah. And then he says that the rest of the family is already gone. And he only stayed behind to say goodbye to her. Which is like, why did he stay for three days and not say anything? Yeah. He literally just, like, was working up the nerve to talk to his girlfriend for three full days. Like, wow. Exactly. All so right. he could disappear. <laughs> all right, Edward. <laughs> and then, like, from all of this, she gets upset that Alice did not did not say goodbye to her. And he's like, no, like, I told her not to say goodbye to you. Like, it was for the best. And then he's like, take care of yourself <laughs> and just disappears into the night. <laughs> this is such a great moment. <laughs> Dramatic ending. He literally just <laughs> zooms. He's just Go like, on. bye. <laughs> And then Bella, my girl, she tries to follow him, but she didn't even see where he went. I know, like, the man can move at the speed of light, and she's like, let me catch up. Let me follow him, see where he went. It's so bad. But she doesn't even get lost. And then she, she says that she trips over something, and then she just stays there on the ground. It's just like a 
in the middle of the fucking forest, curls up into the fetal position and just, like, takes a nap. Just takes a nap <laughs> in the cold, dark rain. And she says, she's, like, really dramatic about it. And she's like, love, life, and meaning. Dot, dot, dot. Over. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's not over, Bella. And so she just lays there in the woods. And she she's like, oh, the sky is so dark. It must be a new moon. I was like, oh, my God. New moon. Blackness. No hope. No Edward. <laughs> no hope. I was like, we're already at the titular moment in chapter three. Come on. And eventually, like, hours later, she's still laying there, and she hears someone calling her name. She doesn't know who it is. But she can't move, and she just, like, doesn't want to respond, so she just doesn't. (laughs) Then the voices come closer, and then she says, she looks into the light, which is just a flashlight. Just a search (laughs) party. Whom she did not respond to. It was, like, raining, and she's in the fetal position in the forest. Somebody's calling her name, and she does not take that bone. Like, somebody throws her a bone, and she's just like, no, I'm going to stay in the forest. She's like, no, I'll just just die here. (laughs) This is where I belong. (laughs) Leave me. And then um, the person calling her name shows up, and he's like, Bella, oh, my God, like, have you been hurt? My name is Sam. Sam Yuli. Something like that. Don't know I think how to pronounce it. Uli in the in the movies, but I'm not totally sure. Oh, okay. Uli. That makes sense. He said that Charlie sent him to look for her, and then she suddenly remembers that she has a dad <laughs> and a mom and a family. And she's like, oh shit. Like, oh wait, that's right. I'm actually the not the only person in the world. What? <laughs> <laughs> she suddenly remembers. <laughs> and so she just, like, doesn't really say anything to him, and so he just picks her up, carries her out of the woods, and brings her back to the rest of the search party and Charlie, and he tells them that he thinks she's okay, but she keeps muttering, he's gone, <laughs> which... Makes <laughs> sense. descent into madness is just, it's happening too fast. So fast. <laughs> she's already muttering. Yes. <laughs> God. Already living um, in the forest muttering things <laughs> she's already she's already gone she's passed the she's the point oh, of yeah. her now. um but he says she's not hurt brings her to charlie and she's like charlie um and she, so she goes home and a doctor comes but it's not carlisle sadly and he kind of checks her out and is like no nope, i think she's okay but he asks her if she was hurt and Bella thinks that this is like a significantly different question than when Sam asked her if she has been hurt and I was like Bella it is not that deep stop looking this much into it they just want to know if you're okay and I know she's like I know she's like yes I've been hurt like my heart is broken like there's no difference between these questions (laughs) they're the same (laughs) so dramatic um but so then she tells him that she just got lost in the woods and she's tired and wants to go to sleep. So she kind of does. But she can, like, still hear everything. Like, she's going in and out of her consciousness. And so she hears Charlie ask the doctor, like, is it true? Did the Cullens just, like, leave? And the doctor's like, yeah, Carlisle got, like, a really good offer and he didn't want to make, like, a commotion out of leaving. And then Charlie's, like, kind of mad that they didn't give him, like, a warning that he was leaving. Which is kind of fair. Yeah, because this is, like, the best doctor. doctor. Yeah. 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 And, like, like, Charlie was always a big Carlisle fan because he was, like, oh, like, Carlisle's great. Like, he could get a really good job, like, somewhere else, but he, like, stays in forks. And then this guy just dips, like, in the middle (laughs) of the night. (laughs) Charlie's, like, I take it back. I take everything back. You know what? No. (laughs) I rescind all that I said. (laughs) Exactly. Um, but, so then everyone, like, leaves, and Bella just drifts in and out of consciousness. Charlie goes on the phone a couple times, tells everyone that she's okay, um, and then Charlie gets this phone call from this lady telling him that she sees, like, fires out of her window by the reservation, so Charlie calls up Billy and finds out that they're celebrating that the Kelly- that the Cullens are gone with these bonfires, and Charlie's a little bit annoyed. He's still a little bit team carlisle but 
he just lets it happen. He's like, just be careful. Does he have any, <laughs> um, like, purview over, like, the people on the reservation? Or can they kind of just do whatever they want? I don't know. I feel like they might be able to just do whatever they want. That's what I want. figured. And so I don't really know why he's getting a call. I guess maybe they just called him because he's a sheriff. And then he was like, oh, I can't do anything about that. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think it was an old lady that called, oh, okay. so maybe she's just, like, a Karen. That's what I was going to say. I was like, probably a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, then Charlie thanks Billy for sending Sam and all the other people in the search party and was like, yeah, you were right. Like, they definitely know the woods better than I do, which means they're werewolves, obviously. Of course. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so, uh, this wakes Bella up, and she asks Charlie, like, bonfires what's happening and he tells her like yeah they're celebrating that the cones are gone and she's like oh yeah i forgot that they like hate them yeah huh (laughs) (laughs) so interesting there um and then charlie like kind of asks her did edward leave you in the woods alone (laughs) which is like a pretty normal question to have i would think and she's like no he didn't like I tried to follow him, but I got lost. And she also asks him, she's like, how how did you know that I was in the woods? And Charlie's like, oh, like, you left a note. But in reality, it was Edward that planted the note. Baffles me. <laughs> he memorized her handwriting. Like, right? what? <laughs> Edward, that is insane. <laughs> that is creep town yeah. oh my god he literally and could like, like forge yeah, her signature and shit like come on that's yeah that is not a healthy relationship <laughs> like um the power he holds yeah now that he knows how to forge her signature too much and she was like i was surprised at how much it really looked like my handwriting i was like mm, surprised <laughs> but not creeped yeah out. not like very alarmed <laughs> very strange um but so then she realizes like oh god if he came to this house and left a note then he definitely like went through my shit um but so charlie tells her that the cullens went to la which they are obviously not in la because the sun is out there so she's like damn i don't even know where they are but i think they're in italy so we'll see (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, so she gets really freaked out that Edward definitely, like, went through her shit. Which and is she valid. Like, red flag yeah. number two in this situation. <laughs> Memorized my handwriting and stole my shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's also, like, not the first time he's gone through her room. Because in the first book, obviously he was, like, watching her sleep, which is weird. But he also, like, I forget when he did it, but, like, he went into her room and, like, found her keys in the pocket of her dirty jeans, which is so weird. Super weird. So he's just, this guy has no boundaries at all. Yeah. (laughs) But basically, Edward came and, like, made sure that every trace of him was gone. Like, the pictures, gone. The mixtape, gone. Everything is gone. That, like... That was so alarming. I was trying to think of, like, what the modern equivalent of that would be. Like, if Bella had an iPhone, would he have just, like, opened her phone and, like, deleted every single one of her pictures of him? He hacks in. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, why would you just, like, not leave a picture of you? Like, that's so rude. Yeah. <laughs> so rude. I think he was, like... Honestly, I think Edward was, like, how close can I get to literally erasing her memory and brainwashing her? <laughs> Yeah, because, like, earlier he was like, your memory is like a sieve. Like, you humans, like, can't remember anything. So I think he's just like... You inferior Yeah, <laughs> I think he's just, like, thinks that she literally is going to forget about him in, like, two days. Yeah. Just dumb. Not happening. <laughs> not, definitely not obsessed happening. with you. So. <laughs> um, so then when she realizes that it's all gone, she just, like, lays down on the floor and is sad, which... Fair enough. You can be sad, but very dramatic. Very dramatic. My favorite line in this moment was, I hoped that I was fainting, but to my disappointment, I didn't lose consciousness. <laughs> just go to sleep. Yeah, just like, take a nap, Bella. <laughs> it was so nap funny. it off, man. Just sleep it off. <laughs> but yeah, very dramatic. And then following chapter three... 
is just a couple pages with the names <laughs> of the months that have passed. <laughs> this is like my favorite thing. So it's ever. like October, November, December, January. With and absolutely just, like, nothing start else. Chapter four. Absolutely nothing else written. Like nothing. Nothing else. At all. Just lying on the floor for four months. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Very dramatic transition. I was cracking up when I saw that. Me too. Like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then chapter four is called Waking Up. <laughs> the first page of chapter four is just like a couple of sentences and then you flip and the chapter really starts. And in the couple of sentences, she's like, time passes even when it seems impossible. Even for me, conceited once more, the <laughs> drama of it all. <laughs> She thinks time might have treated her different. No. No. <laughs> so then she, like, snaps into it. We're sitting at the breakfast table with Charlie. He's mad. And he says, that's it, Bella. I'm sending you to Jacksonville. And suddenly she realizes that they were having a conversation. <laughs> she didn't know that <laughs> they were talking. And um, then she's like, well, he says, I'm sending you home. And she says, I am home. And Charlie's like, no, I want to send you to Jacksonville to be with Renee. Um, and she's really upset. She's like, what did I do? And he's like, you didn't do anything. That's the problem. Because apparently these past four months, Bella has been the best student slash daughter ever. She has amazing grades. She never breaks curfew. She still cooks. Um, but Charlie's like, the problem is that you literally don't do anything. You don't have any friends. You don't talk to people. You're just like a robot. And Bella's like... Oh, he, sa- he says that she mopes around. And she's like, no, I don't. I don't mope around. But honestly... When have you not moped much around? Always moped yeah. around. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> You've never been happy before. Yeah. <laughs> like, definitely not. You've been moping since book one. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but so Charlie's like, you know what? You're right. Because moping would be doing something. You're actually just lifeless. Which, damn. He really He really there. came for her. <laughs> He came for her. So she apologizes and he's like, don't be sorry. But like, also, you're not the first person to be broken up with. Yeah, like, stop being so conceited, Bella. Like, this, you're actually not the, like, most in pain person in the whole world. Like, some people have bigger problems. (laughs) (laughs) That was the thing is like, when I was reading this chapter, I was like, this is a very real, like, depiction of what it's like to have depression. But at the same time, I was like, you don't really have it that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of just got dumped. Um, and then the other thing was like, Charlie was like, I think you need to go to therapy, which is very much true. She does. And she was like, absolutely not. That would not help. And I was like, like, but I feel like it would. You do need therapy though. <laughs> like that's you real. Do need it. And she's like, I can't like go to therapy. I can't tell a therapist that I dated a vampire or I'm gonna like She needed therapy go to the nut way house. before this. Like there was exactly. lots wrong upstairs with Bella, like before she <laughs> met Edward. Like let's talk she about that. Some serious help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> serious help. Um which like I get her concern about being like I can't tell a therapist I dated a vampire and but I was like just don't yeah just you can leave that out just say that he was your boyfriend <laughs> you're obsessed fine. with him like exactly I don't know. <laughs> the vampire thing is a minor detail honestly you don't need to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she's like fine like if you want me to do something I'll go out tonight with Angela or Jess or somebody and Charlie's like no that's not what I mean. Like, I don't want you to just be, I just don't want you to be miserable. Mm -hmm. So I think you should like leave and go somewhere and get some change in your life. And she like starts making these excuses on why she shouldn't go. And one of them is that Florida is too hot, which fair. (laughs) It is. (laughs) (laughs) But she like loves the heat. Like she said that. Exactly. She was, like, the whole first book, she was, like, I miss Phoenix and the sun. Yeah. And now she's, like, mm-mm, no way. And now, like, now that Edward likes the cold, so does Bella, like. So does Bella. Red flag. <laughs> she can't have her own personality. I know. Um, but Charlie roasts her again, and he's, like, you can't just keep waiting around here for him. Like, you haven't heard from him. It's been months. He's not coming back. Like, you need to leave. 
and she gets really mad she's like i'm not staying here just for him and i'm like let's be honest like yes you are 100 <laughs> yes you are bella so then she gets really mad and like storms out she's like i need to go to school and i'm going out with jessica tonight leave me alone so she gets to school really early and she doesn't like having free time so she starts studying calculus to take up her free time um because she doesn't want to be sad and then she goes to English class, and she says they're talking about Animal Farm. And she's like, this is easy subject matter, and I don't mind communism. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> Bella's a communist? That explains a lot. <laughs> explains a lot. This, I mean, this is a big subject change here. I didn't like, actually notice that. Hmm. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. I was like, huh? <laughs> what made me mad about that scene is that she got to class, she got to school so early, and then she showed up late to class. And then she's like, and then her professor's like mad, and and then she's like, oh, my bad. I'm like, why'd you get there early and then not go to class on time? Stupid. Exactly. <laughs> and she was. It's not like she was doing something interesting. She was like, oh, I'm doing calculus, which I hate. Okay, so go to English class on time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Learn about so communism. she goes to English class. Exactly. <laughs> And Mike talks to her and asks if she's working tomorrow. She's like, yes. He's like, okay. And apparently he doesn't bother really talking to her that much anymore. Doesn't walk her to class. Then she goes to calculus and she says she's upset about this. She's dreading it because this is where she sits next to Jessica. And I was like, screw you, Bella. Jessica is a nice girl. (laughs) She's got big Jessica problems and I'm mad about it. Huge Jessica problems. Me too. I love Jessica um she's the fucking best um but she says it's been like weeks maybe even months since jessica and her like talked and um or like even like addressed each other in the hallway and um she she knows that she like offended her by being antisocial and not talking to her and stuff but like of course you would be like if yeah. if i had a friend who just stopped talking to me and like, four didn't months. Tell what was happening yeah for four months i'd be over that shit yeah I'd be like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> but so she goes to class. She sits next to Jess. And then after class, she, like, tries to talk to her. And Jess is like, are you talking to me, Bella? She's, like, absolutely not having it. I know. <laughs> I, like, love this. Like, I feel like Stephanie Meyer thought that we were going to be like, damn, like, go easy on Bella. She's so sad. But I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> this we is stan, Jessica. Stan, Jessica. Stan, <laughs> Jessica. That's exactly what I would do. And um, (laughs) she's like, of course I'm talking to you, Jessica. And Jessica's like, okay, like, what do you you need help with calculus or something? (laughs) And she's like, no, like, I want to know if you want to go to the movies tonight. And Jessica's, like, super weirded out by this because Bella obviously hasn't talked to her in months and, like, suddenly she wants to go to the movies. And Super weird. Exactly. And eventually she's like, I mean, like, okay, sure. And they agree to go see a zombie movie because Bella does not want to see a rom-com. Um, so Jessica offers to... Romance is terrible. No romance, not at all. It reminds her of too much, <laughs> too much trauma. Um, but so Jessica offers to pick her up after school, which is so nice. Um, and she's, like, weirded out by the situation, but she's not against going to see a movie. So, like, yeah. honestly, that's that's more than I would be. I would be, like, leave me alone. Yeah, I would definitely, like, <laughs> not be about hanging out with Bella after she ditched me for four months. No. <laughs> and she wasn't even nice to me before. Like, yeah. She, like, didn't, she didn't even want to be my friend before this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God. I love Jessica. But, so, anyway, after school, <laughs> Bella goes home. She finds her purse in her closet, and she's, like sad because she sees stuff in her closet that reminds her of edward like the stereo of her car or a black trash bag i don't know she's reminded of edward and she's sad um yeah (laughs) and then so jessica arrives and she like tries to pretend she's happy and she gets in the car and jessica's like what brought this on like why do you suddenly want to hang out with me again and bell's like i just needed a change if someone said this to me and wasn't like yeah, I'm really sorry we haven't talked in a while. I'm just, like, I've been going through a yeah. lot. That would be fine. If you were like, I just needed a change, like, okay, sure. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know if she actually says this in the book, but I remember in the movies she's like, 
so Valet, like, I know you've been, like, super depressed and everything, but, like, why are you trying to hang out with me again? And I'm like, at least she, like, acknowledges that, like, Bella is going through a thing, but, like, Bella's still being super weird. Yeah. Like, still. Oh, my God. And she, like... It's just... I get that, like, Jessica is probably not someone that you would want to open up to, but you could at least be, like, yeah, I, I just, you know, I'm sorry we haven't talked, but, like, I just really need, like, a pick-me-up. I need, like, a movie movie time. Right. Come on. She, it's not that hard. You don't have to just be like, I needed a change. Like, I'm using you for a change. Yeah, and it's just so unhealthy to, like, have, like, a friend that you don't talk to at all when you're in a relationship with somebody, and then once you break up with them, then you fall back on them. Yes. Like, so unhealthy. You don't want to be that person. No. <laughs> and no one wants to be your friend either, if that's how you are. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to like very valid. Do not blame Jessica for this. But so Bella tries to ask Jessica about her life so that she'll start like talking and so Bella doesn't have to talk at all. And Jessica says that she went out with some boy named Connor and also she went out with um chess club boy Eric, which is hilarious. What? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot imagine Jessica and chess boy Eric. <laughs> no. Oh my god. So funny. Um, and I don't know why Bella wasn't, like, more interested in this. Like, she she did kind of bite, you know? Like, she yeah. was like, tell me about this. But I would But she been, said like, she was, like, feigning interest. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, this <laughs> like is, I'm interested. This is hot goss. Why did this happen? So funny. And Jessica's like, yeah, I couldn't think of, I, I couldn't think of, like, a nice way to say no. So I just went with him. Um, so funny. Love Jessica. But... <laughs> So then Bella says they're going to see the Twilight showing of the movie. Of course, Stephanie Meyer had to throw in the word Twilight. Of course. <laughs> um, and they get to the movie and Bella tries to just like keep talking through the previews so she doesn't have to focus on them. Which you would think, like, just watch the previews. That's distracting enough. Come on. Previews are great. I love previews. I love the it's previews. It's part of going to the movies. Exactly. <laughs> then you can pick out what movie you're going to see next time you need a change. Yeah, perfect. Like... And these are not, like, you're going to a horror movie, Bella. It's not going to be, like, lovey-dovey previews. It's going to be, like, exactly. people murdering people previews. Exactly. Like, it's going to be the rated R stuff. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so then it starts, and it ha- the movie starts, and it's got, like, a romantic beginning. And so she gets really annoyed and, like, super triggered and leaves to go get some popcorn. And Jess is like, what the hell are you doing? Okay, whatever. And <laughs> I, like, imagined her leaving for, like, a full 20 minutes. I know. Like, I think she was just, like, at the popcorn stand for, like, the entire, like, first quarter of the movie just, or something. Just, like, awkwardly lingering, eating some popcorn, yeah. just waiting, checking the yeah. watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, peeking in. Oh, still a couple weeks. Gotta go. <laughs> exactly. And so then she goes back, and she's missed everything, and it's just zombie violence. And she's like, perfect. So um, she watches the movie and it's really just all zombie violence. And then at the end, she notices the female love interest from the beginning looks up and sees her male love interest as a zombie and he's coming to get her. And then she like gets freaked out because this reminds her of her and Edward's relationship and how he was a monster and she wasn't and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> of course. And so she leaves again, and Jess is like, why are you leaving? There's literally two minutes left in this movie. It doesn't make sense. And Bella's like, I just need a drink. I'm like, Bella. This is, like, absolute insane behavior. Like, if I was Jessica, I'd be like, what? Honestly, what is happening? I know. Jessica is... She's a better person than I am. I just... Yeah. I would have, like, peaced out. I've been like, this is weird. Like, get an Uber home. Invite me to a movie and then ditch me at the movies after you've just been an asshole for four months. No. This is not okay. <laughs> Canceled. So, Bella just, like, goes outside and sits on a bench. And Jess comes and finds her and is like, why did you leave? Like, was it scary or something? And Bella's like, yeah, it was, like, just way too scary. Sorry. And Jessica's like, that's funny because I didn't think you were scared at all because I was screaming my head off and you were not. (laughs) And Bella's just like... She literally calls her out. Jess, like, sets up a trap and then actually takes her out. Which I stand. And she's like... 
Oh, was it too scary? Really? Because you were not scared. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, and so Bella's like, no, like, really, I was scared. So that's why I left. And so Jessica's like, whatever, let's go get some food. And they start walking and Jessica's talking about how the main guy in the zombie movie was hot. And then eventually, like, Bella realizes after a while it's quiet and dark because Jessica stopped talking because Bella obviously was not paying attention. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) then she realizes, like, they're on a dark street. They're heading towards Mickey D's. Delicious. I love that they're going to McDonald's (laughs) after this movie. I thought they were going to go to, like, a normal restaurant, but they straight up were like, let's go get dinner at McDonald's. (laughs) I know. And the way that Bella was, like, acting so dramatic about, like, walking through port angeles i was like i thought that jessica was like gonna take her to the italian restaurant from the first book and Me she's too. gonna get like I scared that too. right like, yeah I was, like, I was like we're not being this dramatic for mcdonald's are you kidding <laughs> yeah i know she's like oh, that was the mcdonald's that edward looked at one time <laughs> <laughs> that was the mcdonald's that i saw when i was being stalked by four men and edward saved me <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they're walking on this dark street and so bella starts to think about those four men that stalked her and across the street is this bar called one-eyed pete's which she's like maybe it's pirate themed and i was like probably that's pretty sick i want to go to (laughs) one-eyed pete's why are you going to mcdonald's when you go to one-eyed pete's come on um (laughs) yeah it sounds great and she sees these four guys like outside the bar and she has this deja vu feeling of the time that she was in serious danger when she was stalked and for some reason she starts to walk towards them i think it was because she just wanted to feel something oh my god interesting Complete idiot behavior <laughs> i this is from the girl whose dad is literally a sheriff I like know. has he not taught her anything and the girl who is just always in trouble always yeah yeah and then, like, Jess is sitting there like, I know. Like, Bella, I will actually ditch you. Like, I will not save you. <laughs> like, she's like, I have a car and I will leave. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> like, literally, yeah. Jessica's like, what are you doing? Why are you walking towards these people? You don't know them. Um, and she asks her, she's like, are you crazy? Like, are you suicidal? And she asks this in a rhetorical way, obviously. But Bella takes it seri- seriously and is like, no, I'm not. And then she's like, even when, like, in the beginning when it was really bad, I never even contemplated it because I have Charlie and Renee. And I'm like, oh, well, this is good. You're thinking of the other people in your life, for once. Yeah. (laughs) And then she remembers that she had this promise to Edward not to do anything stupid or reckless. And then she feels kind of guilty because she's walking towards four men that she thinks are the people who, like, almost mugged her. Yeah. But she does it anyway. (laughs) yeah Um, she's literally it's just like it's like a dark night and she's like walking towards four sketchy guys outside of a bar at like yeah and they're and they're like all motorcycles and stuff most idiotic thing i've ever heard in my life i know so dumb i know and she does it just to feel something because she's like i "I felt this unfamiliar feeling adrenaline pumping through my veins and i was like bella if you wanted adrenaline girl like go ride a roller coaster or you know, do an intense yeah. workout or something. I, I, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to put yourself in danger. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so she remembers this promise she made to Edward and she feels guilty because she's walking towards these sketchy guys. And she tells Jessica, she's like, go, go eat, like go to McDonald's. I'll catch up with you later. And Jessica, of course, does not do that because she's like, hello, why are you doing I'm not going to let you just, like, go hang out with these sketchy guys. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then suddenly, Bella hears Edward's voice telling her to stop. And she's like, so great. oh my god. She's, like, looking around, trying to see, like, is he here? And then she determines that she's either crazy, could be, good possibility there, or her subconscious is just, like, giving her what she wants to hear um because she wants edward to be concerned with her but she thinks like he's not actually concerned which i was like that's kind of unfair because he definitely is he literally made you promise not to do anything dumb like 
I think he's a little bit concerned about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Just a little. <laughs> also, I don't think either of these are true. Well, she is kind of crazy, but... I don't think it's just her brain. Like, I honestly think that Edward is doing some sort of vampire magic. Like, he's there. He's watching. I just know. I just know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, she keeps walking towards these guys. And Edward's voice, like, keeps telling her to stop. Um, And then she realizes that they're not actually the guys that were following her. And she's like, wait, they actually seem kind of nice. And at first I was like, oh my god, is she going to like flirt with these guys? Like, that would be kind of sick. But she doesn't. <laughs> I was like, rebound, please. But no. Love that. <laughs> so uh, rebound with the sketchy guys outside the bar. Yes. <laughs> they like ask her like, oh, like, can we buy you a drink? And she's like, I'm too young. I was like, you're being so weird right now, Bella. <laughs> yeah, I know. She literally just walks up and she's like staring at them. And they're like, hi. And she's <laughs> like she's like doesn't say anything they're like can we buy you a drink and she's like no and then she just like walks away yeah that's that's really the weirdest thing these guys have ever been through i mean so strange and so then eventually like she's like whatever it's not those guys and edward's not here so i'm gonna leave so she goes back to jessica and jessica's like what the hell you don't even know those people they could have been psychopaths and bella's like i don't know like i just thought i knew one of them and Jess is like, you are so weird. I don't, I feel like I don't even know who you are anymore. But they go to McDonald's. <laughs> and <It's> Bella, <laughs> like, tries to talk to Jessica. But Jessica's, like, not into it at all. She's, like, really weirded out. Kind of mad. I would be, too. Yeah. And then... Almost endangered Jessica's life. I know. Valid reason to be mad. (laughs) He's just like standing in the middle of the street. Like, are you trying to get me killed? What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) This girl has no street smarts. Come on, Bella. We don't talk to strangers. But she always does. Um, So Bella tries to like have a conversation with Jessica in the McDonald's. She's not having it. And then eventually they just go home and like on the car ride home, Bella is just like thinking about this experience of hearing Edward's voice. And she says that she's like happy that she heard his voice because she was afraid that she was going to forget him and forget like what his voice sounded like because she had forbidden herself to remember. Mm-hmm. Kind of harsh. I get where she's coming from. She's trying not to feel the pain. It's a very sad situation. Um... But it's also exactly what Edward wanted her to do, was forget him. So, like, I think he's doing vampire magic, but it doesn't really make sense why he would do that if he wants her to forget him. Yeah, true. <laughs> Come on, Edward. <laughs> yeah, just, that's I, never fully explained. Yeah. It's just sort of like, I think her brain is just, like, having a panic attack. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I feel like Edward just can't stay away from her. Yeah. Even though he should, yeah. but whatever. Like, I get where he's coming from with the whole, like, I'm not good for you thing. But, like, just stick to it, man. Come on. Yeah, I know. Like, honestly, at this point, like, we know that you guys aren't going to break up. Like, just stop trying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're making everyone mis- miserable. Like, everyone. I know. Like, you... More so than when you were together. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just broke up one chapter ago, and you're already talking to her in her brain. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So um, <laughs> but so she tries she, they get home and she tries to apologize to jess but jess is like really not having it and she's like whatever bella and um then she goes inside and charlie's like where have you been and she's like well i went to see a movie with jess duh like i told you and he's like kind of pissed but she lies and she's like oh, yeah i had fun it was a zombie movie bye she goes up to her room and she starts to, like, feel this pain that she's been avoiding for so long. Um, but now she says she feels like she can live through it. And it's not like the pain has, like, gotten any less. But she is strong enough to bear the pain now. Which, congratulations. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she says, whatever happened that night, like, it woke her up. And I was like... Yeah, I I couldn't tell you what happened that night. That was a very weird situation. I don't know what that was about. Um, With the men and the zombie movie and 
upsetting Jessica. Very, Very strange, but I'm glad it helped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe she'll be more, maybe we can handle her in the next couple chapters. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. it won't be this bad. <laughs> God, I hope so. I, I highly doubt it, but well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, this is so fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Twilight. I had so much fun recording this. Thank you so much to Rin for coming on the podcast. I got a cut short a little bit towards the end there but um thank you guys so much for listening i know i haven't been posting very much sorry um but make sure you give this episode a rating if you're listening on apple podcasts obviously five stars is preferred but um you know you do you just be honest that's all i ask and if you're on spotify make sure you follow us subscribe like you know all the good stuff and i'll see you guys in the next episode